0: Technology is rapidly changing each and every day. And because of this, we are encountering new discoveries, but also troubling challenges that affect everyone from children to our elders. In today's episode, we'll talk about digital literacy as well as digital blackface, our digital intuition, and how this all affects our perception of the world and ourselves. My name is Sequoia Range. I didn't actually get a phone until I was 16. Um, and so I, was, I had a job I could pay for it on my own. So bef- my first digital footprint probably is on Club Penguin somewhere or I, the, all those little games when you like interact with people and stuff like that. I, there's so many. I don't even remember the names anymore, but like Club Penguin kind of a thing. That was probably the first thing. I didn't actually join social media until I was 16. And then I was only using fan accounts at first. And that, I didn't actually start using Facebook and Twitter until so I was 18 years old. Yeah, that's my family is a little bit stricter when it came to that kind of stuff, probably for the reasons that we're going to talk about later on, actually. Yeah, I when I first hear the term, I just think of, you know, literacy and being able to comprehend and understand um, a topic or you know whether it will is about books or a specific uh, topic and then digital literacy just brings it into how are you understanding and comprehending um, and, and getting information off of you know digital resources you know literacy uh, a big part of literacy is comprehension and comprehension is affected a lot by the way you see things the way you grew up the way, who's in your family all those things so it can definitely vary from person to person when it comes to like what is true and what is not real, I think that we're understanding now in this day and age, how much it's based on perception, because what's true to my reality and what I believe to be true and what I've experienced might not be the same thing for another, the person next to me. If there is no standard for truth, where the truth is just the truth and everything else is based around that, it makes it very difficult to even have a conversation or to have a debate with somebody when y'all have two different sets of data, which you both are claiming are true. You know, so. Um, I think that it's a very important question in today's age. I think social media fuels a lot of that because you can post, you can post anything as an individual up on the internet and somebody else can see it. And because you have the same worldview, you think it's true, you know? So I think that with, with social media and with everything being online and being digitized and you can put things up anonymously and stuff like that is really, really, it's very crucial now to get to the root of what is true and what's not true. I went to Champlain Park High School, and the year before, I wanna say was my junior year, there was an incident where some volleyball players um, had been caught posting some kind of pictures saying the N-word in them. I don't remember all the details, but they had N-word in it, and then somebody had taken you know, Snapchat and had taken like uh, the little coloring tool and drawn over their face with black, which is what I'm thinking, you mean my digital black face. So you're not actually drawing on your skin, but you have the appearance of you're trying to cover your face up with whatever. It's an interesting concept too, because it's like, you know, it's like, it's easier now. Like if you wanted to blackface back how they did a Jim Crow era, you had to go get yourself a bucket of paint and a paintbrush and get to work. But now it's just so easy to just take your finger real quick and do it over your face. And the damage is, is done and it's significant. And it only took you a couple seconds to do and you posted and you posted it on your private stories and stuff like that. So it definitely adds another layer to how we hand out, like how are we going to handle those situations? Because it's like, that, like you said, that digital footprint, once you put it out there, it's there forever. Even if you deleted it or Snapchat went to 24 hours or whatever, it's still up there. I feel like if I could, you know, if it was up to me and I was making the rules, if you got caught doing the digital one, you'd just be as much trouble if you did it in real life because of the significance that it has, regardless of what you thought or right. you know, understand and all that. So that's how I see it. But it definitely is another layer. and makes it more complicated to handle, I think. some really, you know, talented people and really, really strong, like unbelievable programs and 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 editing software that allows people to do that kind of stuff and it's real funny when it's like a meme and somebody edits their face on somebody else's as a joke but you know if it was for malicious intent uh, for malicious purposes it could really be a problem and and it's like if you don't have any knowledge of that you would have no idea i mean obviously if i saw a picture of me of course you would know that that's not you like i wasn't at that place or i didn't go here or there or whatever but to be able to say like you know that's not that person it would it would probably be difficult for the average person and my mom had, um, up until I'm 16 years old, like I'm, and I'm, 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 I, you can't see me, but I'm like almost six feet tall. I'm a big kid. And she had this app on my phone, this um, Guardian app where she could, you know, block websites that had keywords in it. She, whenever I text, if I text a, a, a word that, Popped up on her a lot. It would text her. It would message her. She could see all my messages. She would see who I was talking to. She could see where I was on the internet. I couldn't actually even go on Google herself. I had to go on like a separate search engine that was filtered. Like she was not playing because she understood how dangerous the internet and social media can be. You know, I couldn't have no Instagram until so I was a certain age. I couldn't have Facebook because people be, are, are on there be crazy. And so you know, and it was definitely like, oh my gosh, annoying. And I don't like you know, I don't like it, but. It, now that I'm grown, I'm looking back. I'm like, and I'm, I have my phone now. I can go wherever I want, and I'm seeing stuff. I'm like, oh my goodness! You know, this is what she was trying to protect me from. Um, and so, definitely, I feel like younger kids are so so much more susceptible. Um, you know, the creeps can be trying to reach your kids through the phone and act like they're kids, and, and the kid won't even really know what's going on. Unless they're a, a particularly smart kid, but most kids probably won't really understand until it's too late, and you're in trouble. Um, so, I definitely think that kids are are the most vulnerable, and I definitely think that. Um, you know, seniors when it comes to stuff like, or older people when it comes to maybe viruses and you know malware like that kind of thing. They might not understand. They might go on a website and try to download something, and it has bugs in it. You know, like that. I think they're more susceptible to that kind of thing, where they don't just don't know the all the terms, and they don't know you know what all that stuff is. My grandma, I know she won't don't know how to get on her iPhone. She got a brand new iPhone 11, don't know how to do nothing on there. <laughs> Oh, she needs my cousin or one of us. Okay, come still. How you put the number here? How you do this yeah. and that? So, I de- you know, it's definitely a problem for people who just don't take the time and don't have the understanding to go and figure out all the details of what is going on. Um, But I think it's a social issue, too. I feel like, you know, when it comes to just the way that we now, you know, communicate and you have all your information out there. If anybody hacks into, you know, your phone, they can see, what happened, you know, somebody, you know, you went through something and you're crying to your friend and all your business is out there. He dumped me, he did this, he did that. Somebody died, you know, all your business is in that now. So if anybody gets a hold of any of that information, ooh, my phone, um, they could get a hold of yourself and potentially use it maliciously against you or, you know, with nudes or whatever, this culture of that. It can just, it, if somebody who knows way more than you do gets in your stuff, you're in trouble. And there's almost nothing a regular person who doesn't have that know-how can do about it. We already have this culture with, you know, in the fashion industry and the modeling industry and the beauty industry of, you know, distorting people's features to make them look like, you know, we already have that in a way where our culture is like, you know, when you see the Kardashians and you see this and you see these people who are, you know, professionals stuff like that. And as much as, you know, they're beautiful people and at which everybody is in their own way, but you know, Rihanna and them is fine. Um, Beyonce is fine, you know, but they, I know they touch up her face a little bit. I know they touch up the eyes. I know they do that. And so now you have this, you know, unrealistic standard of beauty that you're trying to achieve and attain and it's affecting your, your mental health and your life and all that stuff. So how much more, you know, we can, we've been, they've been doing that since, since photography and that stuff was a thing in the first place so how much more when you can really specifically go in and use that kind of information and know-how maliciously you know in a way to intentionally hurt somebody not to just make them feel bad and get some money from them but to hurt them or hurt their reputation or to hurt their family you know it could it, it could be used very maliciously and like I said the average person who does not know anything about that stuff will have no almost no way to prevent that or to do it could do could do anything about it. We all are vulnerable in a way, but there's definitely some demographics that are more than the rest of us. But we all are in a way, I think. Thank you so much, Sequoia. No problem. I appreciate it. You're so young but your ideas are very robust, and I oh, appreciate thank you, it. girl. You know, you better, I'm trying to get a podcast started, too. I've been working on it for the past year. We can definitely hook a sister. I'm going to plug myself on the podcast yes, real quick. <laughs> <laughs> plug myself. Yes, yes, you know. plug yourself. <laughs> you can DM me. I'm looking for stuff to do. It's boring. I'm quarantined. I'm bored you know, somebody give me something, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, we'll get there for sure.